Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight. Another episode of Boxing News Today coming your way, courtesy of our friends at Boxing247.com. Let's start off the show uh, with a little story out of Boxer, the fellows who are putting on the, the big event this weekend, the all-female, historical female fight. Uh, anyway, in, in other related news, uh, Boxer is delighted to announce the signing of a new partnership with financial services and foreign exchange investment management company, FCI Markets, as both an official partner and exclusive foreign exchange partner. Now you might be wondering, what the heck? But anyway, uh, I'm not going to go into too much detail as to who FCI is, because I don't really care. But what is interesting is um, it's a one-year partnership, and FCI branding will now appear prominently during pre-event promotional activities, including press conferences, open workouts, official weigh-ins, live draws, and more. For example, on fight night, extensive FCI branding will be positioned across the ring canvas, ropes, toblerones, and on the venue's screens, scrims, and boards, supported by the brand mentions by the ring announcer during the live tele televised broadcast. Co-branded how-to-watch graphics for international viewership will also be produced ahead of each show and distributed on box social platforms. The partnership will then feature activations unique to the Boxer series shows and their next generational gamified format, including FCI branding on the winner's check and prize and other product integrations to be announced in due course. Commenting on the partnership, Boxer founder and CEO Ben Shalom said, we're delighted to announce this new partnership with FCI Markets. They are a leader in their space, providing innovative solutions and best-in-class services to their clients. We look forward to developing the partnership over the next 12 months. And there's no better way to kick this off than with Saturday's historic bill at the O2. Steve uh, Tyus, director of SCA Market, said, We're very proud to be partnering with Boxer. These are exciting times for the company under the leadership of Ben Shalom. We look forward to some, fan some fantastic events together on Sky Sports over the coming year. This is like a wowee kind of moment. Boxer's next show will take place this Saturday, October 15th at the O2 in London, as we all know, as longtime rivals Clarissa Shields and Savannah Marshall fight for the undisputed world middleweight championship in the most anticipated women's fight of all time. Not so sure about that, but it's going to be a doozy. And one, one of the biggest sporting events of the year. Fair enough. The card will be the first all-female bill to take place in the UK, and the co-main event will feature WBO and IBF world champ Michaela Mayer and WBC champ Alicia Baumgartner face-off in the unification bout in the 130-pound division. And I invite you to join uh, Holly Donovan on uh, Friday. Uh, she will discuss this fight and much more, but I'm pretty sure she won't be discussing who's going to be sponsoring it or any other boxer event in the near future, but she will be discussing the fighters. Let's move along because... We have now some quotes from some of those fighters. Let's see now. Let's have a quick little look here. We'll start off with uh, Savannah, the silent assassin, Marshall. Uh, forget about the yada yada excited stuff. Um, in recent years, we've seen huge strides in women's sports, especially in those sports that normally are dominated by men. And in the same year, the Lionesses win the Euros. 
I'm happy to be part of this historic night for women's boxing. But the great thing about this event is that it isn't special just because it's an all-female show. This is a great boxing card, full stop. Even the supporting fight between Michaela and Alicia is a headline act in itself. People are taking notice of this because the quality speaks for itself. This isn't a gimmick. The fighters on this card are here purely on merit. I do see it growing in popularity, yes. Uh, think about how far women's boxing has come along uh, in the short period it's been given support. Uh, with continued backing, you can only imagine what it'll reach in 10 years' time. A quick look at MMA will show you how far women can go in the sport and demand respect alongside their male peers. I don't see any reason why the same can't be done in boxing. There's some good quotes. All right. Clarissa Shields had this to say. Uh, it's great to be, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, even though she's the home fighter, speaking of Savannah Marshall, and everyone here is talking about her, I'm the one with all the accomplishments. I've won 12 world titles. She's won one. I won two Olympic gold medals. She's won none. It's a huge night for women's boxing, and I think if we stay on the road we are on now, it will reach equality with men's boxing in my lifetime. Saturday night, I will come out victorious like I always do. I hope the fans have a great time, and I hope every fight on the card is great. I hope we make the national news all around the world, whether the fight ends in the first round or the final round. Well, be assured, Clarissa, you'll be making the news here on Talking Fight. All right, let's move along to Manny Pacquiao. I'm not going to go into great detail as to who he's fighting or why the heck he's fighting some guy, MMA star called DKU. Let's just talk about this interesting piece of technology they've introduced. That may or may not spread, but it's interesting. Uh, tomorrow, so that's today, uh, October 13th. Fight, F-I-T-E, will use cutting-edge proto-hologram technology to live-beam Manny Pacquiao from Seoul to Los Angeles for the press conference with his opponent, the Korean MMA star, as I said, DKU. Um, the hologram event will mark the first time proto-hologram technology will be used in a combat sports event, allowing the Pac-Man to see and hear you and the media and respond naturally in real time, just as if he was in the room. Said uh, Michael Weber, C COO of Fight, when you're presenting a Manny Pacquiao fight, you don't mess around, even when time and distance don't cooperate. Our CMO, Kim Hurwitz, pitched this idea and we loved it. We decided it was time to call on Proto for a high-tech solution to let Manny be literally in two places at once. The Pac-Man versus DKU fight, which will officially be a thriller fight uh, club event on fight, is going to be such an epic match. Even this press conference will be making history. Uh-huh. All right. Let's move along to a fellow who we all know, Montana Love. Montana Love's first headline hometown show, this will be in Cleveland, by the way, will be a family affair as his older brother and Olympian, Raynell Williams, continues his return to boxing at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland on Saturday, November 12th, with Khalil Coe and Nikolaus Sekniavskivili uh, to be added to the Ohio Bill. This should have been, this episode should be billed at names I cannot pronounce. Williams, who's 13 and 1, by the way, by the way, returned from a near five-year absence from the ring in September with a stoppage win in Cleveland in the final round of six 
and the Team USA 2008 Games man will fa- will face fellow Ohioan. Here it goes, Rai Zimianyam, Rai Zimimian Ford. Please help me out with that one. Eight and two, six knockouts over the same distance. Um, elsewhere, Khalil Ko fights for the third time in 2022. Ellen Duce, who over six rounds against unbeaten Bradley Olmeda. That's better. Ko, 3 0, with one draw, is looking uh, for win number three uh, on the year, having stopped Dylan O'Sullivan and Phoenix in February and followed that with a points win in his first six rounder against William Langston in New York in April. Uh, the New Jersey talent now meets uh, Puerto Rican uh, Olmeda. Uh, it's Bradley Olmeda, 5 0, by the way, who himself has two wins in his name. Uh, to his name in 2022 and fights for the third time in the States with plenty on the line in a battle with the undefeated cruiserweight. I'm very excited, yada, yada. Uh, let's see who else, anyone else. Um, now nah, we'll, we'll move along. If you want to go for more information, just head over to boxing247.com. Next story. A recharged Regis Progress insists he will not repeat the big mistake he made the last time he was world champion taking it for granted the vacant wbc world super lightweight belt is up for grabs when progress collides with jose zapita in a mouth-watering fight on saturday november 26th to be held in carson california progress won the wba wba strap in 2019 after stopping uh kirill ricklide and admits his ascent to the top of the division was easy and the significance was lost on him but the 33-year-old defeat to Josh Taylor in their huge unification bout later that year and his long wait to regain another shot has made him change his ways. And he should get his hands on the world title, and should he get his hands on the world title again at the Dignity Health Sports Park next month, then the man known as Rugaru has promised to savor every second of it. I feel like I'm totally different now because when I was world champion, I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't cherish it. He told probellum.com, it was easy for me. I'm not even going to lie. It was easy. At the time I was preparing to fight for the belt, I went to LA and for the first, it, uh, and for my first two weeks there, we had parties at the house and it was all kinds of stuff. And this uh, is me fighting for my world championship. But it was just, uh, it, it, but it was just, it was easy to me. And I didn't cherish it. And then it was taken away from me just like that real fast so now i feel like i'm a different fighter my mindset is different for the first time it was easy i just did it it was easy yeah yeah get on with it i was world champion number one in the world and it was nothing to me i didn't even care about it and this time has been hard to scratch uh, my way back to the top to even get to the belt so now i will cherish that even more and now i don't do all those things i used to dot 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 okay Paul Butler goes in search of boxing immortality in December when he faces Nayoa Inui for the undisputed world bantamweight title. This is going to be held at the uh, Ariaki Arena in Tokyo on December 13th, where the WBO uh, champion tackles the Japanese hero Inui uh, on a historic night for the sport promoted by Ohashi Promotion and Taiken Promotions in association with Probellum. Inui holds the IBF, WBA, and WBC belts and wants to clean up the division before moving up in weight 
but the two world, uh, the two time world champion Butler holds the missing piece of the puzzle. Puzzle, and the fighter from Ellesmere Port in the UK heads to the land of the rising sun, fully intent on becoming boxing's first undisputed bantamweight champ in half a century and scoring one of the biggest away wins by a British fighter ever. Paul Butler said. I've been boxing for over 20 years and all the successes and setbacks have led me here to the biggest fight of my career and the biggest prize in the sport on offer. I'm under no illusions as to the size of the task that faces me, but I've been going to bed dreaming of becoming the undisputed Bantamweight champion of the world. Inui is a phenomenal fighter, but not one person should be underestimating me, my skills, or my resolve. I'm going to Japan to write my name in the history of our sport. Woohoo! Good for him. Right on. Elsewhere, and uh, for my fans over at Last Bell Boxing, here's yet another story on yet another heavyweight. Undefeated Icelandic heavyweight, Cole Bine the Ice Bear Christensen, roared back to life last Saturday, October 8th. That was the night when Conor Bennett should have fought Chris Eubank Jr. With a second-round demolition of South American former world title challenger Santander Galez at the Tennis Center in Delray Beach down in Florida. Appearing on a card presented by promoter Joseph Samara, Christensen moved to his record. It moved his record to 13-0, uh, seven knockouts by lowering the boom on Galez, who's 31-14 with 25 knockouts of his own, at the one minute 45 second mark of the second round. The six foot six, 253 pound ice bear was returning from a mostly pandemic induced layoff of nearly three years, but was able to sharpen up in camp with UK based heavyweights Joseph Parker and Tyson Fury, and partially under the tutelage of elite trainer Sugarhill Stewart. Wow. Uh, Christensen promoted, by the way, is Dimitri Salida, and he says he's going to grant the Icelandic Giants wish to be more active. The ice bear looked great for having been out as long as he was, said Salida. I see the improvements he's made in technique and strength, and I'll be working hard to get him back in the ring as soon as possible and keep him busy as he works his way up the ladder to becoming Iceland's first heavyweight champion. Well, there you go, sports fans. Yet another heavyweight story and another name not from the UK. Right. Uh, that brings us to the end of the show. Thanks for joining me here on Talk and Fight. Appreciate it. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. We'll see you at 4 p.m. with uh, Mike Orr and Cedric Ben for their show, Knuckle Up.